Um, you go on our socials at Serious Rap Shit on Instagram and Twitter. It is posted there. It'll be continue to be posted as more more and more stuff comes out. We'll continue to post. But yeah, man, like just a reminder for everybody: if you guys want to come see us live, we will be at Eastern State Penitentiary August nineteenth from six to nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's gonna be dope. All about uh, the intersection of hip hop and mm-hmm. the uh, prison industrial complex, the criminal justice system. And really just like uh, chopping it up and how and talking about how uh, hip hop as a culture and rap music specifically has dealt with, you know, the police and prisons and the court systems Mm -hmm. and and all of that stuff. Um, I personally don't have there's a couple ideas I have in my mind that I would like us to talk about. But, yeah, we're really just just like we do on the show, uh, having a conversation about mm-hmm. the world and seeing, you know, how uh, hip hop culture reflects that or how yes. it challenges, you know, the status quo in the world. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for uh, the conversation. I'm excited to hang with everybody. I've never been in Eastern State, you know what I mean? So I've never, uh, you know, motherfuckers do like the, the Halloween mm-hmm. haunted house shit in Eastern State. And it's apparently they have a beer garden, which is insane to me. They have a fucking beer garden in a former prison. I'm sure that motherfucker's haunted. But <laughs> don't let that discourage y'all from coming. And yeah, I'm excited to like, you know, be out in the mix to see people, even though we're still we're we're in a double pandemic now. <laughs> Is it like yeah, right? COVID and monkeypox? Absolutely. At this point. Which, I used to use the word monkeypox as a joke. <laughs> we used to say that. Didn't know monkeypox is a real thing. They know the bull got monkeypox. Like, niggas used to say that shit. Like, it was all some funny shit. Yeah. This, I, I think the government's just like, uh, you, ever, you ever see the beginning of a sci-fi movie where they have just a lab and it's just niggas in white coats, like, making the most evil shit? I, mean, yeah. I think the government's just making shit, and they just like soft, soft launching, yeah, <laughs> various viruses to see which one gets us out of the paint. For so listen, man, I ain't putting past nut, nothing past nobody at this point, yeah. bro. It's, they're they're probably trying to make one that only hits like poor people. Like, yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. they can figure out, you know, dude. If that's you, why if you got I never got DNA. in on the um on the like what was it Jones call. Uh, uh, chemtrails in the sky. That's why I never got on that because when they were like, oh, that's how, you know, that's how they be putting stuff in the water and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. it's the most like random thing. It's like you spread it out through the sky. It's going to hit everybody. everybody. If you were yeah. just targeting specific people, there's better ways to just target specific people. Yeah. Even something that, you know, we know, man, we, we sliding into conspiracy. <laughs> this, this is real shit. Even something that we know 
was a, a, a concerted effort in a conspiracy like the crack cocaine epidemic, mm-hmm. even that shit started flailing Spreads. out mm-hmm. and spreading, you know, into the areas, quote unquote, that they didn't want it to touch or the demographics that they didn't want it to touch. So, you know, they can't they can't contain uh that's I, I guess that's I've been watching a lot of sci-fi. I guess that's <laughs> that's like the grand uh, lesson of a lot of uh, science fiction books and and films and stuff. The chaos and evil uh, that you try to create on one level, you can't really tame or contain. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The the, the um, subprime mortgage shit was initial initially targeted at black folks. And mm-hmm. poor, you know, working class people. And then, you know, fast forward to 2008, it collapsed the entire economy. Yep. You feel me? The banks still got bailouts and shit, so rich people ultimately didn't care. But, you know, they couldn't contain that little bit of fuck shit that they were doing. It it, it inevitably spreads out. Yeah, it do. It tanks so many people who had, like, investments in, like, 401ks and all that kind of thing. It killed all them people shit, yeah. dog. Imagine that shit. Your life savings disappears, dog. And then you don't get, like, we don't get, like, a people's bailout. Nah. They're giving, like, fucking, you know, Goldman Sachs or whoever. Merrill Lynch or some shit like that. A trillion dollars, dog. Man. That's, man. Listen. (laughs) I don't believe that um, white folks, like, turn racist and turn, Mm -hmm. you know, radicalized. I think that, um... That shit's kind of embedded in the culture. If I were white and had my life savings wiped out in 08, I might have been tea party by 2012. You feel me? <laughs> like, or, like, no bullshit. I was, you know what I was listening to? I was listening to a Bad Boy playlist the other day. and um, Like Puff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And uh, 24 Hours to Live came on. The Mace joint with mm-hmm. Lots and DMX and shit. Classic. Yeah, and um, as a chic who talks about like running up in the uh, police thing mm-hmm. and blowing the bitch up and shit, man. I, <laughs> and, and like you know, you don't want innocent people. Like, I wouldn't want innocent people hurt or nothing like that. But like that's dog. Did you say that again? Uh, Sorry. I don't- <laughs> oh shit! My series going on. <laughs> I'm being tracked. Let me take that off. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> the cover um, said, what'd you say bro <laughs> yeah i was like oh shit um i if, if i would have lost like if i lost hundred couple hundred thousand i've never had that much money right. so like it's hard to even like grasp in my head right yeah but if i lost a few hundred thousand dollars in my 401k because the market crashed there is, and then like I watched the, and then my company like laid me off, mm-hmm. and then I watched them get you know a couple trillion dollars from the government. Yeah, yeah. A part of me would want to go in that place and blow that bitch the fuck up. Yeah, that's some like uh, what's what was my man? Um, I want to say falling down. I want to say dog day afternoon. Dog, feel- well, they're all pretty. They're all similar in that sense of like. All day afternoon, it was like he wanted to get money for it's crazy as it is. It's like that was a seventies movie. His partner was having like wanted to have a sex change or something like that. Oh, so that shit. was part of the reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, and then falling down was a thing of like yeah he was get, he got laid off or something like that. And then um, 
was it John Q. Public where he John Q., uh, yeah. with Denzel? Yeah, it takes over the fucking uh, hospital. They got a Fuck. new one coming out with John Boyega. That's something like that. that too. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Dog. John Q. was so yeah. So basically, I'm saying like yeah, that's some like you know life shit happens and then you like you. yeah yeah. Now I got to get the blicky. John Q. was so fucked up, dog. Like his kid, they were like, "Yo, your kid needs a new heart or whatever." And he's like, all right, I got insurance. And the insurance company was just like, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's... And it was, was bugged out about it. That shit happens every day. Yes, every, every day. Every fucking day. Somebody, you know, the insurance just says, nope, we're not going to cover this. Mm-hmm. And it's real, like, like niggas die. Like, niggas Don't. really die over that shit. When I had the bacterial infection, the third surgery, I had to have emergency surgery. It was like, if that shit could have killed me. If it got in my blood system, I would have went septic and died. Yeah. My doctor, my surgeon called my insurance and was like, he needs to come in for an emergency surgery. They told him like, it was a Thursday. They were like, well, we need like three days to approve that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, but he can't wait. Because then that's five. Because he has to wait over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And he can't do that. He needs to have the surgery. They were like, yeah, well, we don't have, like, there's nothing we can do about that. Jesus, yeah. And so he's the one who called me and was like, you have to go in through the emergency room to get this approved as mm-hmm. an emergency. And shout out to him for, you know. Yeah. For for thinking of that and offering that. Yeah. Because what if it was like a lazy motherfucker? Was like, oh, well, you know. Yeah, you're just stuck. Like, dude, my mom has out. to have, my mom has to have cataract, cataract surgery. Um in a few weeks it's like a month pretty much a month from now and her insurance won't cover all of it and she has like medicare like and it still doesn't cover all of it yeah jesus yeah and it's like she's worked she's 68 years old she's been a nurse for 40 plus years and she's devoted her life to health care for other people and she can't get enough health care to cover her fucking eye surgery yeah cruel irony yeah you feel me like and and the option is have it or go blind. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and why do we have work? Why does the system work this way? Man, like, do you just go like, yeah, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. You're stuck. Yeah, it's it's on a like a a, a root cultural level. Mm-hmm. Um. This kind of like individualist, uh, you know not fully caring about, you know, all members of society and like a, a willingness to let people suffer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or die. Yeah. Or just outright yeah. die. You know what I mean? Uh this this country on a on a like a core cultural level doesn't care or doesn't care as much as it should. So that's why shit's in play. Cause if if like it is. Cause if we on a like a deep cultural level we're like, no, nobody starves, nobody mm-hmm. fucking goes blind, nobody dies because they, you know, have a surgery that or need a surgery that we can do, but because of some fucking dumb concept as as private insurance won't allow it. You know what I mean? If if we like on a, a, a on a fundamental level, you know, we're like, no, no, no. A lot of motherfuckers would would live happier, healthier, longer mm-hmm. lives, but because you know yeah. profit is the motive, and because people don't care, and because institutions don't care, that people people get grinded up by this shit. 
Yo, there's a reason why there's so many other countries have long like Cuba has a longer life expectancy expectancy than the United States. While yeah. most people would think of Cuba and they think of the thing they see in their head of like they're driving like Studebakers from like the nineteen fifties over there. How could they have it's like their healthcare system's better than ours, that's yeah. why. And their social safety nets are better than ours. There's a reason why the life expectancy in the United States continues to drop while life expectancy in other countries goes up. It's because mm-hmm. those countries that enable social safety nets, including public health care, they people trust their doctors. They go to their doctors more regularly. They don't wait until things are so bad that they have to have surgeries. They go to their doctors more regularly. They're, you know, they're also, their food is better than ours and all those. There's just so many other factors, but it, again, it's all profit margin shit. Yeah. The food is shitty because it's cheaper to produce shitty food than it is to produce healthier food. Yeah. Shoot a fucking chicken up with all kind mm-hmm. of shit. So you can, they, they stepping on food basically. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yo, I never thought of it that way, but it's exactly true. They yeah. just stepping on the product. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just crazy. Yeah. And, and, and um, you know, our health be damned. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Like, who cares? Because um, it, it, well, especially because like they look at you like, all right, you're just a piece of machinery to work until you break, and then we just discard you because there's somebody else to step up in your place. Yeah. Um, it's one of the reasons why, uh, the the um abortion ban uh you know a part of a bunch of others but part of it is a declining birth rate in the country mm. and so they need more cogs for the wheel you know what i mean they need yeah. to make sure the system continues to produce especially because um rich people will continue to get their abortions that they need safely and securely yeah. um a thousand but percent. poor people won't and so they need more poor people to feed the fucking system you know what i mean yeah. um I think we should get some news for this week. On a very different and positive note, we San Diego Comic-Con was this past weekend. It's like the biggest Comic-Con uh, mm-hmm. in the world. And they dropped the new Black Panther trailer. Motherfuckers was on the timeline crying. Yeah. I Dude, Jeez. I watched one dude... Um, I watched this uh, new rock stars and the one dude like new rock stars, yeah. Paused in the middle of the thing to be like, I need to collect myself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, listen, it didn't make me cry, yeah. But I got that chills, like the back on the hair on the back of my neck stood up, mm-hmm. and um, my son said something, and I was like, yo, you're right. He was like, yo, they should let Ryan Coogler write and direct the Avengers. Uh, the new Avengers movies. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, fucking right. Yeah, let Absolutely. him write and direct them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let yeah, him write and direct them. That shit, um, like, watching that trailer, yeah, it gave me that same feeling, um, like, tingly. I was like, oh, this mm-hmm. shit's gonna be fucking crazy. You know what and I'm saying? And it looks gorgeous. Um, And Ryan Coogler's great at that. Like, he's an amazing director. So, like, that, I wasn't, I'm not, like, that wasn't what I, I wasn't watching it to be like, oh, man, I wonder if this is going to look good. Because I know it's going to look good. And he only Um, hires, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, yeah. I just read this last night. He only hires women cinematographers. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's from, from, like, Fruitvale Station up to now. All of the cinematographers that he's worked with have been women. I never knew that before. That's awesome. Yeah, me neither. That's awesome. He, it, it looks gorgeous. Um, 
I'm not exactly sure what we're going to get story wise because like we don't know with with uh, Chad with Bozeman's passing, um, and uh, now like all of a sudden there's now a push to be like recast T'Challa. It was like when he passed, nobody wanted to recast. Everybody yeah. said don't recast him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know we only get one like fraction of a second clip of a new Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get to see, uh, Namor, um, and they're basing him on, like, uh, on, well, all of Atlantis on, like, Mayan culture. Yeah. Um, yeah, he looks great. He looks awesome. Yeah. Um, like, that scene where he's, like, floating down to, like, the fucking throne that's got the big jaws mouth over top. I was Mm -hmm. like... This shit is gonna be amazing. This shit's gonna be like, bananas in the theater, dog. This shit's gonna look so crazy. I can't wait. Like we we already set it up. I'm gonna go down. Um, me, my daughter, maybe my son. You know, it all depends. It's November. It's f- months away, so he may be like, "Oh, I'm gonna go see it with my girlfriend. I'm not going with y'all." But yeah, yeah. we have it set up that we're gonna go down because um, my daughter will be out of town at college, so we're gonna go down with and go see her and go nice. get go to the movies to go see it. Yeah. So like, I, I'm hyped, man. I can't fucking wait, man. Yeah. When they is it, it was one scene where they all came out and like all the white and shit. I was like. <sighs> <laughs> yeah you know yeah. i i love um you got angela bassett in there doing her thing yeah and like, yo, I, I love how this shit looks uh i love um how they they're leaning into marvel in general and i know marvel's a big fucking evil corporation but um i love how with black panther they're leaning so heavily into like uh, the Pan-African uh, kind of like cultural themes mm-hmm. and, and, you know, imagery. I love that about Miss um, Marvel as well. You know what I mean? With like her heritage as like a Pakistani young woman, mm-hmm. a Muslim young woman, like that shit was all... South Asian and stuff. Yeah, 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 it was all through the fucking, uh, mm-hmm. all through the, uh, the, the, the series. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like I I love this shit. You know, I know that, you know, some people are cynical about it. You know, that's what corporations do. They kind of sell culture back to people. These motherfuckers are doing this shit, you know, these these stories really well. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And like Black Panther too. Um I'm hyped for this shit. I wanna see what they do. I have a theory what they're gonna do with uh Chadwick. I feel mm-hmm. like they're going to show us I feel like they're going to kill him off early with him in the suit if they don't mm-hmm. have any that way they don't know, have to show him yeah they don't have any footage of like you know his face yeah, or whatever yeah. I feel like they're going to uh, kill him off early in the suit because in the trailer you did see like a mural of him outside yes of the yeah suit. on a wall you mm-hmm. feel me so yeah I, 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 I suspect that's what they're going to do um so yeah, I don't know what could really kill him inside that suit, but now I will say this: when they do the funeral scene, like that's what a lot of people are thinking when they're all in white, it's the funeral. Um, I probably will tear up in the theater yeah. because then you're just gonna think about like because it's not only a character passing; it's this real life human being passed, and yeah. and that's gonna be emotional. Um, yeah. It was where I think they failed with. 
the passing of Princess Leia in the the Star Wars sequels, mm. where you could have like started the third movie with uh, as a funeral, giving her a proper send off as this person who's been involved in every one of these movies type thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you could have did that, but like that's why, like I, 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 I'm sure I'm gonna tear up. And the way they play the music, where it's no woman, no cry, yeah, and then leads into we gonna be all right, yeah, like yeah. that, like it's such a, it's such a good, it's such beautiful um, uh, filmmaking. But like the trailer, I saw so many people. I saw I don't know who started the joke, but mm-hmm. I saw a million people stealing it. Of like, can a can a trailer win an Oscar? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And I mean, like, it looks gorgeous. I can't wait for it. Um, I love the inclusion of, um, like, Mesoamerican um, indigenous culture. And <clears throat> there's some people who think, like, they're essentially setting up Atlantis to be not a rival, but like a, uh, um, a other hemisphere arrival, uh, rival toward... Um, Wakanda, where like both of them were like technologically advanced cities and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's what I've um, heard too. Yeah, yeah, and I like those ideas. Um, so much we get like like the primitive ideas of these cultures of like oh these cultures predate like Europeans, but they're they're more primitive cultures and blah, mm-hmm. blah 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 to like set these like more ancient cultures up as technologically advanced as well. Yeah, um, is dope. Um. Yeah, man, I can't wait, man. Like you said, like, you know, obviously Marvel and Disney overall is a evil corporation and a lot of these Marvel movies are just like basically military propaganda. That's <laughs> you a fact. know what I mean? That's a but they're also stories we you know, they're our myths from when we were kids. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I I don't think there was a time I remember when that first Avengers movie came out. <clears throat> excuse me, and going like, Wow, this is like the comics when I was a kid being on like a big screen because mm-hmm. we didn't get that like you just did good we had like Batman eighty nine stuff like but it, it was never like that yeah thought if you if you're young listening to this and you don't remember like the old school live action comic book movies they tried to make all them shits was trash like in oh. the eighties early nineties and shit do you remember the old Spider Man John where like mm-hmm. he would shoot the stuff out of his, and it was like a string, and like he was just mm-hmm. like swing, and it was yo it was so bad. <laughs> this nigga got like a jump rope. <laughs> yeah, like, like there, there was a time shit. when the Hulk was just a bodybuilder in green paint, like you know <laughs> it was what I mean? Just a dude, like <laughs> yeah. Y'all don't like if you're younger, you don't appreciate. Excuse me, you don't appreciate how much, like how different it is, man. Yeah. Like this we, shit is different. We got, yeah, we're getting a whole different game. Like, you know, I love Lou Ferrigno and everything, but <laughs> Lou Ferrigno. It was legit just a buff bull and yeah. green and throw some like cutoffs on this nigga. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's a whole different time, man. Whole different time. Yeah. Um uh, I would think we should get one other news story before we get into uh what we're listening to for the week. Um did you see that uh, Black Thought is now becoming a venture capitalist? I did. I, I didn't read anything about what he's mm-hmm. doing though. Like, what is he actually so investing? Apparently, in? he's gonna like try and 
reach out to more uh like middle america uh disadvantaged areas who had to like connect them with tech hubs in new york and boston Huh, huh. That's essentially what his like. At least with, from the article I read, it was like he wants to work with like you know uh, lower middle class. I don't even know what the term middle class means anymore. But uh, today, uh, so just like disadvantaged areas, be they in the middle of nowhere or like I guess like a, a city like Philadelphia, who don't have like the the connections to the tech world that they need yeah. and kind of be the uh, intermedi- intermediary um, for them, um, which I, listen, I applaud the idea and everything like that. He also, um, when I was reading the article I read, he said um, he always feels like like the Roots were a more blue-collar cla- blue working class band. Yeah. And they always seemed more approachable than like a Jay-Z or something like that. Yeah. And he said, so people, I think, find it easier to approach me about things than they would a lot of other people. Yeah. And <laughs> he like, nigga, I get bread too. Like, you yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't exactly. got to go to Hove. You can come to me, baby. Yes. <laughs> I got fucking uh, Tonight Show checks. Um, shit, them TV shows and shit, all that shit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he's... Uh, He's like trying to be like the intermediary between those two arenas, and like, I man, like, listen, we've talked about this before. I don't think capitalism capitalism isn't going to save us. It's the system we exist in now, and it can't save anybody. And requires just what we were talking about earlier. Requires people to be grind up into dust to exist. Um, but it is the system we exist under currently. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that. Um. You know, unless you're you're on a, a certain level, but then when you're on a certain level, then you own the means of production and shit. You know, mm-hmm. we don't do capitalism like Jeff Bezos does capitalism. Yes, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. So, yeah, I think that um, like I said, like I see uh, like Stephen A. Smith says that a lot. He was like, "I'm a capitalist." You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't think you know, I don't think that uh, a motherfucker who goes to work every day. It's not the same. Completely thing. different. Yeah, 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 it's not. It's not, it's not the same. We're thing. not. We don't operate in the same capitalist system as Bezos or Elon Musk or yeah. Bill Gates or whatever. We just don't like. You know what I mean? Because we have to go do stuff to create capital. They create capital by well on the backs of people like us. Yeah. So I'm. You, you know. know I mean? I'm. I'm. You know. I'm interested in seeing. I, I would love to see if. Uh, whatever initiative uh black Thought is doing you know pops up in philly yes yeah saying? absolutely and, and yeah. get some uh connections to capital here because i know um I, I say this all the time that uh there's a ceiling here especially in the creative sector you know we always see folks you know get to a certain level in philly and then they gotta move to new york and la because mm-hmm. there's yes, no absolutely. infrastructure here um there's there's very little uh to support um a certain kind of creative career here so i'm always you know down for that i love uh what they're doing i can't think of the um the film office thing that the that the city does the city basically tries to like attract 
uh, yeah. the film industry here. I love that kind of shit. What um, f- uh, folks are doing with like illuminate the arts. You know what I mean? Just like making it easier to be a creative person and stay in Philly so that we retain uh, all of this talent and all of this genius. So I don't know what the fuck Black Thought is doing. I would love to see whatever you do or do, do some shit here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, Especially and us. on the creative front because Philly used to be the place where a lot of creatives would come and live because it was cheaper than new york but had a great art scene just like new york so like you could come here what's the what's the old the fucking old um hannibal burris joint like fuck Mm. it quit your job start a noise band move to philadelphia (laughs) like (laughs) that yeah but that was legitimately a thing like 10 years ago we got a, a crazy history for it oh yeah 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 you do the research on like i mean Listen, you want to you want to learn some stuff? Go watch the video of us breaking down Espo's mural. It's on our Vivo channel, Serious Rap Shit Vivo. Uh, put that in your YouTube search bar, and you will find us. Go make sure you like and subscribe, and, and and go watch us break down the Espo mural and talk about all the creative shit that's in that yeah. just in that mural yeah. and all the cultural ties to our city. So deep fucking history. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think we can get into some new music. Did you listen to anything new this week? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been fucking with uh, the Wrecking Crew, their album. Okay. I'm, I'm, I know I'm gonna fuck up this brother's name, uh, but he's a, a Hooper NBA boy, uh, Sedell Three. That's what they okay. named the album after. And like, yeah, this shit. <laughs> if for cats who don't know, Wrecking Crew is uh, Zilla Rocka, Small Professor, uh, Prem Rock who's real ill and curly castro who's who's super ill as well mm-hmm. and you know all you know dope mcs and a, a dope producer and it's really just um uh, it's a crew album they all you know they all do stuff separate like zilla Rocca makes real ill solo mm-hmm. records but then he also uh does career crooks with small professor uh, Prem Rock and Curly Castro do shrapnel together, so it's it's, it's real ill, uh, like a proper crew, like how you know uh, Boot Camp Click had like the Fab Five and uh, yeah, you know uh, uh, OGC and, and Helter Skelter. You know you you get different flavors, but like this is like their crew record, and it's dope because it it really gives me flashbacks of like being in the basement with like a bunch of the homies and just just like really fucking rhyming and like really smoking this shit um so yeah it's 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 a dope record um fucking casual is on it smoking that shit yeah casual casual shit is crazy uh they got a song with reef that's real crazy shout out to reef and yeah it's, it's 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 a dope record if you love like real fly fucking beats and just a gang of motherfuckers that can like really spit, like the whole crew is nice, fuck with this Wrecking Crew album. Where I'm definitely gonna check that out. I'm yeah. definitely gonna check that out. Um, I've been listening to that new Joey Badass joint, two thousand. I gotta check that shit. I I ain't get around to it yet. You gotta check this out. It is really really good. Shout out to it's him. It's probably man. the yeah, it's probably the best album I've heard from him. I I love hearing that because you know people was kind of doubting him for a while. You yeah. know what I mean? I heard a lot of motherfuckers. I literally heard people 
say when he announced 2000 people's like Psh, we, don't, we don't need that we don't need that we don't want to hear that you know what i mean i, I saw people say this on the timeline it's a like if you're looking for if you're like yo man like i, I need that boom bap shit to listen this is a great album dog some mm. beautiful production from like chuck stranger mike will made it um static selectors got like a ton of stuff on here um mm. um Kirk Knight, like it, it, it's a such a good record, man. I really, really loved it. I really loved it. So it feels like a summertime record too. See, that's like what yeah, that's it feels like a summertime record. Um, there's some really like slowed down joints on here. Um, there's a whole what's the last song? Hold on one second. Um, uh. He got a joint Survivor's Guilt, which is the second to last record, which is about a lot about Capital C's and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the stuff that went on between like Capital C's family and him. And um, he addresses some of that stuff. And, and it's really good, man. Like, um, I, I really think folks should check it out. It's the best project I've heard from Joey Badass. Um, and he's a monster on the mic. The, that's part of what it is, too. Is I think like he had a hard time finding... Um, there was so much push for him to be, uh, oh, he's gotta be fucking, you know, Nas and Jay from 2000 type Mm. thing. You know what I mean? And and like, there's so much it had, he had to be like the savior of all that kind of like boom bap hip hop shit. Mm -hmm. And he, I think he kind of like tried to find his own wave, but he's, while this sounds like an album from fucking 98 or 2000 or whatever, it doesn't sound old. It sounds current, yeah. and um, Joey's a monster on the mic. Um, Westside Gun is on there. Larry June. Um, <laughs> Larry June is crazy. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't listen to really a lot of his music just because I. He, he just you know somebody that I kind of recently turned my ear towards. Yeah. Everything yeah. I hear, I'm like, this motherfucker can rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, GIDs really on this joint. Ah, nice, like, nice. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good record, man. It's a real. I think folks should really fuck with it. It's not too long; it's like fourteen songs too. Yeah. So you know, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely really dope. I think folks should fuck with it. Joey Badass two thousand and Wrecking Crew, Sadel um, three, Sadel three. Yeah, yeah, check that joint. Check them joints out for real. Crazy. Um, besides that, I think we can start wrapping up. Um. You can find us on social media, Serious Rap Shit, um, on Instagram and Twitter. You're John underscore Liberator, Instagram and Twitter. I'm Indy underscore SRS on Instagram and Twitter. Um, We have a live show coming up. Again, I want to repeat that. We have a live show coming up. Please come out. Um, We love to see folks. We haven't had a live show since before the pandemic started. December of 2019 was our last live show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the world went on pause for a couple years and apparently it's still on pause because we're in a, a two pandemics now. Um, but, uh, yeah, we would love to see folks out there. And um, it's August 19th from six to nine at Eastern State Penitentiary on Fairmount Avenue in Philadelphia. Check our socials. We're, we have stuff up there now. I posted about it yesterday. And then we're going to have a ton of stuff coming. We'll continuously post about it, constantly reminding folks to come out. Um, and, uh, we have seriousrapshit.com, which is our, uh, website where we have all our merchandise and everything there. 
There's Serious Rap Shit Vivo, which I just mentioned. Um, you put that in your search bar on YouTube, Serious Rap Shit Vivo, and you can find a whole bunch of our stuff there. Um, a lot of exclusive stuff up there as well. Um, besides that, we'll be back again soon. Peace. Peace. Me and my friend take his rap shit to you.